going on, Sam? Hey, Nathan. What's up? Um, just finished running a bunch of errands, and now I'm actually able to start working, and it's 2.55 p.m. Great. Well, I'm glad I could distract you from work enough to record uh, an episode. I was in the middle of trying to... Did, were you aware that there were different sized light bulb socket mounts? Like socket... Like in general? Yeah. Well, yes. well, yeah, obviously in general, but like actually, um, like normal bulbs, not, not just like big, small bulbs, but yeah. like actual normal bulbs can have slightly different variances. So one of our floodlights outside, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to replace one of our floodlights and it's a really wide, like if I put a regular bulb in there and I push, Doesn't push it, it, it's, it, it doesn't catch the thread. And if I push it in there and hold it, it'll turn on, but it doesn't actually screw in. So I have to find a wider, I found an adapter. Supposedly, supposedly it's going to work, but that's what I was okay. in the middle of. Um, All right. When you <laughs> called. Yeah. Not too exciting. Floodlights are also like really annoying to try to, um, to, to fix sometimes. There's so many different types of outdoor lights and, yeah, kind of the idea of outdoor electricity in general kind of freaks me out. I agree. Like I understand the, um, you know, the, the having the sockets or the outlets that have the built-in uh, trip. What are those called? Oh, the, the, you know, the same, oh, same like reset switches. Yeah, yeah, same thing that they have to have in bathrooms and stuff. Somebody's probably yelling at their podcast speakers right now. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're very common. Uh, I understand how yeah, that, whatever works, that is. But no matter what, it's still creepy to me to see like outlets outside or I know. floodlights plugged in that are just sitting out in the rain. <laughs> uh, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, whatever. So, uh what have you been what have you been doing the past week? Uh been taking care of Abby. She had the flu. Um for some reason, I did not get it. I don't understand yeah, you sound, how. You sound great. You would have it by now. I'm pretty sure. Yep, de- definitely. I'm, oh. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't. I don't understand. I was literally like attending to her like every need basically for like three days. Did, four, maybe four or five wear, days. Uh, actually, a surgical mask. No, oh. not around me. How rude. I know. She she did wear one, she, and she's a nurse. No, it's all good. She she did wear one when we went to patient first because at one at one point she was like, all right. I, I think I've been dealing with this for like three days. Let's go get this checked. And sure enough, she's got the flu, mm. uh, but she's over it now. So everyone seems to be getting the flu get or the stomach flu. I, Nessa and myself have been lucky enough to not have either yet ourselves, even though okay. we've been traveling a lot, but we've been washing our hands like maniacs. Good for you guys. I, I, I have haven't even really been people, doing that actually. either. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, and yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Oh, and the other thing is she got the flu shot. And I didn't. So you didn't get it. What? I didn't get it. Why not? Oh, you got to get the Be- flu shot. No, I didn't get it. I know, but you should go get it. I remember I was with you when you got it and I refused to get it. Why? I just didn't want it. But Why? Because who knows if it wouldn't work, and I don't care. <laughs> okay, the flu can kill people, you know, healthy people, even your age. Yeah, but you know what? Everybody that got the flu vaccine got the flu vaccine for the wrong flu virus that went around, and uh, Abby had the had the vaccine, and uh, she got it. This guy, no vaccine, didn't get it. I don't know. Well, you I, do the math. I got the vaccine, and I didn't, and I haven't gotten it, but. 
they say uh, with, with pretty, I don't know, with certainty that even if it's the wrong strand that they vaccinate for, you still have a better um, yeah, like a tolerance. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not as severe, generally. True. Fair um, enough. I like it. Plus, I think a lot of getting sick is literally sort of a a, um, a mind game with your brain because I, yeah. I just cannot tell you how many times I've been in perfect health until I have like a, a two-week break from shooting and, and I get sick in that two-week break because my body yeah. knows yeah. that like, okay, you now, can get sick now. <laughs> now you can get sick. Uh, I'm telling you. And so Dude, having the definitely. flu shot, it wouldn't shock me at all if it builds some, some weird, has some placebo like, <laughs> thing to, to I other, would, yeah i don't know i agree yeah. yeah who knows somebody's probably yelling at their speakers again now but yeah listen i i'm not anti-vaccine i just didn't want to get one it's okay it's it's all right i know shots aren't fun they're not for everyone no, it's, it's not about that i just didn't want to get it i don't know <laughs> that's fine um okay so yeah i was in new york the past week um Kind of a working <laughs> working vacation, really fun, uh, and I brought with me the Nikon twenty eight one point four and the Nikon twenty eight one point eight lenses um, to just nice. give them a whirl. Have you shot with any twenty eight millimeter lenses ever? Yep, yeah, I think I shot with the um, an, an old Nikon twenty eight. I think F two. I want to say cool. Um, yeah, back in the day, uh, it's fine. 28 millimeters is so weird though when you're used to 24 yeah it's it's really i don't think i'm going to keep either of them even though they're both outstanding lenses overall um yeah I, the I, build quality looks amazing especially on the uh, one four. Oh god yeah it's it's really nice just ergonomically it's 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 got these nice uh curves that when you're holding it it is just it's really fa- it's really lovely to shoot with but uh, nice. and it's is it light too mm, yeah it's okay that's where the the 1.8 version of it the build quality is very plasticky and light but mm-hmm. again it's very lightweight so the trade-off is um virtually zero weight on your wrist um with close enough quality with the 1.8 version the 1.4 definitely has that dreamy bokeh pop at 1.4 mm-hmm. and has you know built like a tank type of uh Right. vibe to it so you know always trade-offs use your own uh measure of value as to if the 1.4 is worth double the money it'll probably last a lot longer than the 1.8 yeah. version but both of them are fantastically sharp like holy crap sharp and nice. uh anyway but yeah i agree with you the 28 millimeter perspective you know field of view the framing everything about it is just super annoying for me uh it's just it's <laughs> yeah. not distinct enough of like a quality uh, and a perspective which some people would find maybe um a, a, a good thing like if you can sure have a boring perspective and and concentrate on the content of your photo making it interesting then sometimes that can lead to more consistently better and interesting pictures but i just find the 28 to be I I hate it. <laughs> it just, uh, in terms it looks, of the perspective, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly how to describe it other than it just doesn't seem to have enough character. Yeah. And that just seems weird to to say about a focal length. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it the 24 has just enough width that it's got this like wow factor when you can get so much context in in 
so much stuff in the frame and it all comes together in a great composition it's just a it's got this wow factor the t- 35 um is is like perfectly cropped in enough to where it's it's also very plain and safe like the 28 millimeter but it's still got like this i don't know classic kind of storytelling feel to it i guess the 28 is just like okay make up your mind like you should either right. be a 24 <laughs> or 35 not a 28 uh i find but I, and I, maybe it's just because i haven't shot with it enough I, I haven't done a full wedding or anything with it but uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with it a little longer i'm also curious to see like what it really pairs well with Sure. Because, you know, with the 24, often the 50 kind of pairs well. With the 35, it's usually the 85. With the 28, maybe, I don't know. Maybe the 58 is a really great Maybe the 58, pairing, yeah. But, you but know? I don't know. I don't know. I've been pretty happy with the 24-58 combo. So we'll see. But I'm working on I a, think the, the uh, 58 pairs very well with a, a nice red <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a uh, vintage 2008-24. Uh-huh. Millimeter. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, if they serve chicken at your wedding, um, the 58 may pair well with, say, a white wine. <laughs> yes. Good, good joke. Good joke. Thanks. Well, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of itching to change it up this, this year, this next season of shooting. And I don't know. Uh, I was kind of hoping the 28 would just be this instant, like, yeah, I can work with this. Um, but it hasn't again, that's not the performance of the lens or even the look of the resulting pictures. It's just the, as I'm shooting and trying to frame things up, the 28 is just weird. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know. I mean, it it could, that, that I'd be interested to hear what you have to say in, um, you know, a a couple of weeks after you've been shooting with it for a little while. Cause it's, it's a totally different perspective than the 24, or the 35. So, you know, it could just be getting used to it. Yeah. No, I agree. That, uh, what I really need to do is take like a month and shoot a lot more with the, uh, 24 to 70 and see where my natural tendency, uh, sits where you, you know, re- right. pull up everything I shot from that lens for a month and see, you know, what focal length I, I, t- I gravitate to when I have a zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I did years ago when I started, when I bought the, uh, 24 millimeter yeah uh, prime i was like man i'm shooting 24 millimeter all the time with the 24 to 70 i should just buy that prime lens but yes uh we'll see what happens anyway do you have any any new lenses you're eyeing at all or perhaps new cameras hint mirrorless oh um yeah no, no no real new lenses that i'm looking at other than um potentially finally upgrading my 50 millimeter to something more interesting either the sigma 50 uh the new sigma 50 art which i still don't have or the um or the 58 maybe even though i don't really i I didn't really like it when i was shooting with it the 58 Uh, yeah the 58 yeah yeah that's that's another weird one and it took me a long time to warm up to it because it was like that extra eight millimeters is different and it feels weird you always have to like take a half step back (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> further than you're used to. Uh, but yeah, once you get used to it, it's amazing. That's again, why I'm kind of yeah. holding out hope for the, uh, 28 millimeter here, but yeah. Um, um, but other than that, yes. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on in Nikon rumors. Um, there's a, there is a very, very, um, uh, major rumor coming out 
um, about the new Nikon mirrorless full-frame cameras. Seems to be a pretty steady stream of, uh, yeah, autofocus um, specs and build. Uh, um, it's just like, let's see, like this one is... Just build rumors. Yeah, yeah, build rumors about having two electric AF motors, which sounds fascinating. Like the lenses would have two separate independent elements that allow mm-hmm. for faster focusing. That sounds kind of cool. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you would need it for the mirrorless format. Um, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, because it isn't... I mean, mirrorless format, um, it's tougher to get autofocus right on those things. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. But it's not required. I don't know any other... Can't, like, none of the Sony mirrorless, to my knowledge, have two different autofocusing motors. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, but I'm a little concerned because they... they found some stats about the mount and they're calling it the z mount yeah it's a different mount and that would be very problematic it would be incredibly annoying i would really hate that i'm sure they know that i'm sure everybody would hate that nobody wants a different mount but as long as they have a solid working adapter i really don't care other than that it would annoyingly add to the overall size if you have to pump it through an adapter but so it looks like the z mount is bigger than the e-mount yeah yeah it's 49 millimeters tall versus 46.10 millimeters yeah and it's got a it's got a shorter depth 16 millimeters instead of 18 which would make sense for a mirror yes but uh yeah i don't know it's cool i'm glad to see a steady stream of definitely stuff coming through it's long overdue i'm shocked they didn't do it for the 10-year anniversary last year or, know, or sorry, yeah. it was 100, or 100, 100, 100 anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I agree. I've been waiting. You know, we've been complaining and yelling about this on the podcast for like over a year now. Um, but Nikon and Canon should really have already have released, uh, you know, some kind of full frame mirrorless camera. And um, excited to see it finally happen. Yeah, hopefully, I'm really thankful for. Uh, capitalism and the fact that Sony has kind of whipped their butts into gear. I think, yes, in, in terms agreed. Of like they are just agreed. I, I would imagine they're falling over themselves to, to catch up internally and like get this get this thing out the door. But I don't know why they messed around with this crappy like crop sensor stuff for so long in a way that didn't even <laughs> didn't even work well, like the Fuji. Uh, yeah, systems. and in fact, I was just reading on Nikon Rumors that uh, they have recently discontinued the Nikon 1 V3. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm assuming this is in preparation for a better camera coming out, a better mirrorless camera. Yeah. Would not so surprise tight. me, though, if, if it doesn't come out till the end of the year and if, oh, yeah. and if it's yeah. virtually impossible to actually buy for like six months. Because everyone will buy one, pretty much everyone. I, I can't oh, imagine. definitely. At least to try. Like, unless it's $6,000, like a Leica, you know, if it's anything l- around 3500 or less, I'm, yeah, I think most I mean, people will get it in the world. I'm, I, I definitely am I'm worried that Nikon is going to price themselves out of you know, out of the prosumer market with this guy. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. But I'm, I'm definitely very excited about that. It's, it's a good, it's a good step for the industry. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. 
Um, um, I just, yeah, I just am so desperate for something to be a workhorse replacement that is yeah. really uh, uh, the same caliber as an Nikon DSLR. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, what else? What else is new? What else are you doing these days? Um, let's see. I'm going to Grand Rapids for a workshop this weekend. Cool. And. I don't know. The off season this year has been just, I've been kind of trying to relax more. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah. So that's been kind of nice. I'm starting to get a little bored, honestly, but working on uh, Devlop uh, put out a new camera calibration profile. So I'm working on porting over my preset pack to, to work smoothly with that and in the process i'm creating a new preset to include with the pack for free uh to anybody that already owns it and uh that's been kind of fun just dialing that in and that that takes a lot of back and forth making it to what i think is perfect and then coming back later that day or a couple days later and tweaking it from there then uh, then applying it to a batch of you know full session or a wedding and editing from there it takes a lot of time because it's so easy for your eye to get acclimated to a specific look or color and mm-hmm. then you come back like six hours later and realize nope i went way too magenta <laughs> or way oh too. it's it's red it's yeah. red it takes a long time to, <sighs> to get that stuff dialed in perfectly but um yep. this this time with this one preset i'm actually fielding some of my patrons on patreon which is kind of cool to send them the beta release of that and and get feedback from them so I never awesome. did that with my other presets. I just did it myself. And so that should be kind of cool uh, to see what the immediate response is, you know, from a completely new perspective, impartial. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Third person perspective. That's a great so, idea. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, other than that, uh, I think I have a couple conferences and things in February. I'll be in Austin, Texas for a workshop and visiting friends. And I'm going to uh, potentially go to, in Texas, they have these places you can go buy a tank. Or not buy a tank, but rent a tank buy and, a and tank. shoot. Yes, I'd like one shoot. of your tanks, please. The um, Abrams, <laughs> please. Yeah, you, you get to ride around in a tank and actually fire tank rounds at stuff. <laughs> which sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds fairly interesting. <laughs> Very Texas uh, thing. Oh my gosh! I'd be surprised if that's even legal in places other than Texas. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure states. it's very legal in Texas and very illegal pretty much everywhere else. Yes. Oh, well, that's um, awesome. But I'll definitely get some cool pictures of that if it ends up. Um, oh yeah, I'll uh, be looking forward to that one. The other thing I've been doing a lot oh, is uh, I got the, last year I got the Ableton Push 2, which is like a really cool um, hardware uh, interface to, to trigger and play sounds and samples and stuff in Ableton Live. And uh, I've mm-hmm. just been reading a bunch of tutorials and refreshing myself on that, trying to get used to it and uh, write some music on it because it's pretty pretty fun, pretty easy. Kind of start nice. with, with a beat and then... Uh, build build from there but really difficult i've never written music in that way where it's sort of got like a a workflow or a system like it's almost like a systemized way of writing songs it's very very odd it was like completely impenetrable to me like six years ago when i tried to figure (laughs) out ableton live yeah it's i feel like with the controller it would be a lot easier it's a lot more fun because it feels 
like you're playing a song more than programming right. a song. When you just have your mouse and keyboard, it feels a little bit like you're programming a song, which is weird. But the, it's taken a while for the concept of using samples in general for me to, to yeah. be like feel like you're not making like a remix of, of stuff. And anyway, but with the, with the push and, and Ableton live in general, it, I'm finding out, um, it's very, very easy to create your own samples. You can input stuff and then, uh, straight, you know, record straight in from a microphone or an instrument and then, uh, chop a thing up and make it its own unique sound very easily, cool. which is really nice. And you can even change the key of things. Like, uh, it's really <laughs> shockingly advanced. Um, but yeah, just, just, uh, working on that. And I'm glad, uh, just to segue a little bit into the launch of. Okay, but, I set you up poorly. Were you, you were gonna? <laughs> oh, was that you setting me up? Yeah. I was like, why isn't he finishing his sentence? Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. Okay, team me up again. So yeah, I guess I should mention uh, what three days ago we settled on the launch of the new <laughs> Prism's record, which is called Noise. Noise. It's a great um, name. Yep. Should we talk about the album art for a um, second? I, I think I want to stay cagey about it, but we can talk a little bit about it. Um, it's colorful. Uh, how would you describe it? Uh, basic. Okay, yeah. basic. Or I would say deceptively simple. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you're, you're going right? to see... So when the album releases, you're going to see um, three colors presented to you. And... Um, Kind of leave decept- it up to you to figure out what simple that is. or deceptively complicated. I think I think it's it's it seems I very easy, it's... but it's actually pretty difficult, complicated to. Uh, yeah, to it took us uh, a number of hours to just get a basic uh, image of it, and then and we a couple of days and then and failed attempts too. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it ended up being you that had to get a totally new lens to try to figure it out, and then you got it. Yeah, but what's um, cool is the end result you see; it's totally an analog photo yes uh, it's no it's, manipulation whatsoever yeah um other than just standard lightroom stuff yeah just some light editing um, but uh, but yeah. uh it it's cool um i think you mentioned it's something that you uh that you use every day uh that you may not notice exactly you're probably looking at it right now uh, but you'll figure it out once you uh, once you see it, or maybe not. And I'm sure some people will see it and instantly know what it is. But some people, I, I think most people will be like, "Oh, that looks awesome!" I have no idea what it is, and <laughs> yeah. it's tight. Hopefully. Um. So the so it's going to be released on February 13th, right before, right in time for Valentine's Day. So you and your uh, your lady or you and your man can uh, can listen to it uh, together. Uh, I would like to point out that we began recording this record over a Literally year ago. Literally over a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, In uh, classic Prisms fashion. It's uh, seven songs. Um, it will be on, it will be $9 to buy. Um, and it will be uh, also on Spotify and iTunes and all that. Yeah, uh, um, the pre-orders are a little cheaper, uh, and they immediately include two songs, um, our two favorites, I think. Yes, the the first single and a sort of awesome shoegazy uh, second song. Um, really excited to finally release this stuff. It sounds amazing. 
and I cannot wait yeah. to hear what people think. Every time I hear it, I, I want to start writing again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> get, get something ready for another one. Cause, I know. And uh, we're working on the potential for actually playing shows in the D.C. area, but we'll, we'll see how that works. Our drummer is a little bit tough to nail down right at this point. Yeah. Um, um, that's okay. But that's fine. He's got a kid. Um, and so, yeah, that's... I don't know. What else What else about it? I'm excited. Sounds really tight. Yeah. Uh, maybe... Okay. So, with, with your uh, blessing, cooperation, uh, whatever, uh, maybe I'll add, like, a 30-second clip at the end of this podcast. That'd be a great idea. Okay. You can get a, get a taste of yeah. um, cy- Cycle, I guess. Uh, cycle? Do, uh, do you, want, you want it to be the song Cycle? Or I was thinking... Wait, whatever you want. What are the song names? <laughs> can't actually remember uh formerly known as pink now okay cycle. Pink, yeah pink then yeah <laughs> uh, um okay yeah I'll, I'll add that right after we sign off oh i will say the last episode i ended up cutting our experimental re- recording from, oh bummer from did flight. it not work out uh for some reason i don't know if i just didn't have my microphone pointed in the right way or maybe it was something in the way i was recording it my side was or maybe i was just in a louder plane my side was very difficult to hear what i was saying yours was a bit better but it was just not very listenable but okay suffice to say then i would like to point out here on the record that we did conduct a podcast from two separate airplanes flying in opposite directions uh at 35,000 feet. Yeah, I mean we we did it. It's just and 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 I have the recordings. It's just I didn't want to put anybody through that. <laughs> they are a little rough and we could barely hear each other at times. I think there's 7 total minutes of audio, but it was a lot of fun to at least try. Yeah, um, I, I mean no doubt in I don't know, another year or two we'd actually be able oh, to pull it off. Definitely. As a uh yeah, as a clean recording. Uh, I was also I was also a little self-conscious about the talking loudly around my fellow flight passengers. <laughs> well, that's your problem. I know. Because yeah. I was loud and I had no problem with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You <laughs> like good. that. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I, um, I I'm suddenly having flashbacks of riding on the metro with you and just thinking, <laughs> why is he so loud? <laughs> is he so loud right now? Hey, one time that actually uh, uh, attracted a lady, and she gave me her That's number. That's true. That is because I was true. being so loud on the on the metro. Yeah, I forgot about that. Whatever happened with her? Uh, we went on two dates, and um, it didn't work out. <laughs> she was a little weird. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But hey, you live and you learn, and uh, it's fun while it lasted. Sort of. I too had a metro date once. Oh, really? yeah, it was funny. I, it was just I was sitting near uh, a woman, and we didn't talk at all. We both happened to get off at the same stop, and I was. It was really awkward because I was walking like behind her, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know, yeah, twenty feet behind. But we kept going in the exact same route for probably ten minutes, and eventually she just turned around. And was like, hey. Do you want to grab some food? <laughs> uh, really? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we just kept walking and went to go eat at uh, some place on King Street. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Oh, this is in, uh, was this when you were living on um, Wyatt or whatever? No, it was when I was living in uh, on Duke Street yeah. with Evan Duke Street, and, yes. and Graham. Yeah, for like six months. Yeah, yeah, it was a while back. But so, did you see her again? No, no, we we had food, and then I don't think we ever got in touch again. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, we we had nothing to connect with. It was really ah uh, bummer. Yeah, it's okay. That's funny though. That's really funny. Yeah, you know, have, I'm sure you've had that where you're just like you happen oh, to be going yeah. in the same direction as someone, and you're both probably you're aware and so you're both probably aware yeah you're uh, both aware you're definitely both aware you're going the same place this is weird how long is this gonna last yeah (laughs) she just had the nerve to like turn around and be like hey uh you want to grab some food so anyway that's funny yeah um cool well uh what else do you have going on this week uh not Uh, much i'm I'm gonna keep uh, working on my review for uh, what is today? I just uh, realized I had an appointment on my calendar that was supposed to be yesterday. Somehow it got moved. My Uh-oh. calendar's been getting all out of whack. Um, yeah, I have nothing to do, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so, yeah, me, uh, me neither. I'm, I'm working real hard on a totally new website, and um, which is actually kind of awesome because it's, it's totally sort of like making me rethink my whole perspective on wedding photography and my philosophy behind shooting and it's been really it's been really interesting kind of trying to understand how I how I approach weddings and how I approach photography and how to sort of sell that to clients uh, or potential brides I guess uh, or at least it's, show that to, it's a to really potential weird brides. and a really healthy process to go through yeah doing a website so weird yeah it's really so weird why can't it i just show my pictures effing forever yeah um nessa but, is about to launch her website and it's freaking amazing oh that's awesome uh, but she's been working on it for over a year wow okay, after well, well she, she the website she has now she worked on for like a year and a half and hated it gotcha sent, but ha- like put so much work into it she had to launch it and then yeah. immediately i think even before that one was actually launched she already signed on a deposit with the person she's working with now and the new site is mind-blowingly good so much so that i was like hmm it's one of those websites where you're just like i need to redo mine to look better yeah yeah <laughs> i hate that but it's Me legit too. great so uh, i'm excited for her but it's a good process to go through i can't wait to see what you come up with that's cool yeah mine's gonna be pretty interesting to you hopefully um but uh yeah it's basically what i'm working on all week oh and i'm also preparing for a bridal show um, I've never, no. I've never done one. Um, I decided what the heck, um, there's a local Richmond one what and are you gonna wear, huh? <laughs> so what are you going to wear? Dude? I don't know. I think I'm going to wear my back to the future shirt and hope that works. Are you going to do a straight up booth? Like I'm doing, dude, not only am I doing a booth, I got a banner. I got a badass six foot banner that has basically, um, I think it's got, seven or eight of my photos on there and like my logo and it's tight i'm gonna hang it up and then yeah. i'm gonna get I, i'm ordering a new kiss album just for that um a, what? a new oh, oh album. Kiss wedding book album okay. yeah a, wed- a wedding album um for that and making just a couple of little handouts and things like that we'll see we'll see what happens i'm i'm That's not great. expecting anything too crazy but i do i am trying to sort of 
connect a little bit more with the local Richmond scene here. Absolutely. Um, Because especially Richmond is very, it's, it's a big city, but it operates like a small town. Pretty much everybody seems to know everyone. And since I don't know anyone, uh, I'd like to get to know some people. So that's my (laughs) feeling. That's my uh, left out of the inner circles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's my next my next move, and that's going to be well, in mid. We will have to do a full episode about that. I'm Definitely fascinated yeah. by this. I've never been to one. I, I know a Me lot neither. about them just from conversations and such. But yep, yeah. um, and I I mean I know a number of like vendors at this point that are going to be there, so that's kind of cool. But other than that, I have no idea how many other photographers are going to be there. I have no idea what other types of vendors are even on going to this thing are there going to be caterers i I don't know um it is kind of annoying to me uh, but i'm gonna do it anyway and i'm gonna try to have a good time and meet some new people and hopefully uh bag a couple of weddings off of it yeah when is it when is it i think it's february i don't know let me look it up february 16th or something like that okay uh, so it should be should be fun should be again it will definitely be an interesting experience it's, um oh yeah the 18th you're gonna be in austin yes i will be eating barbecue and enjoying and life i will be trade showing and hopefully eating pizza we'll make sure you use some instagram story action on that speaking oh, of which I have will. you uh have you noticed an uptick in conversations about people uh i don't know just debating the the algorithms on facebook and instagram i have right? seen some algorithm debates yes have um, you noticed any change yourself uh i have not been posting normal photos lately i've been getting through some like travel photos and some other random uh personal stuff on my instagram and they have not gotten the amount of likes that I normally get, which is totally understandable. Uh, so I don't know. So um, your travel and personal stuff is not getting much interaction? No, not really. Huh. So that's what's bizarre is I've been getting more interaction from that stuff than I do my typical wedding stuff. Oh, that's <laughs> that's just, totally weird. Totally um, strange. Uh, granted, most of my travel pictures have picture, is, is a photo of Nessa, and she's easy to photograph. Right. And it's interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> that helps. But yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, I have seen no real difference um, personally. And in fact, I've seen a bit of an uptick in my Facebook business page. That's nice. Interaction, which is great. I hope yeah. that continues because I've been waiting for that to swing, come back around. And maybe, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's just, maybe I'm just posting better work. That's sort of the mystery box that is always these things that I, that I really do hate is that, okay, is it just, I'm, I'm, I'm posting better photos or worse photos or is it the actual algorithm and i see it all the time when people uh like for instance say like an instagram account that shares other photographers work yeah they might have a hundred thousand followers and they'll post a picture that gets seven thousand likes and interactions and stuff and then you go to that photographer's account and they have like a thousand followers and that same photo gets 70 likes right it's you know obviously there's a correlation between audience and everything else but it's just really tough to know is it is it your photo or is it the algorithm that's working against me i hate that i hate i agree i hate that uncertainty of not knowing what the hell instagram is actually doing with your photos Agreed. Who it's showing it to. Uh, and there's no way to know. 
I'm also no, annoyed that they Apple went back doesn't to the release week. podcast statistics. <laughs> yeah, unless they went back to the at least with podcasts, there's no filter. You know, it's if people follow you, they listen to you, they get right. the update, they get the notification. With Facebook, it's all a mystery box. You've no yes. idea unless somebody has gone in and flagged yes i want every update and nobody does that even pages that i like and follow i haven't taken the time to go through and been like yes notify me of every update um so it's been unfortunate whatever we can stop complaining like everyone else now but i was just curious if you're have not noticed anything uh too crazy um kind of expected but it it has been a little bit less than i was uh i was sort of hoping for but um nothing crazy so, all right. Um, all right. Well, that's cool. Good place as any. So, all right. We'll uh, uh, talk to you later week. on. All right. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is Sam. Just want to let you know the song you're about to hear is available on our next album. Uh, the quality isn't so good because it's got all the podcast settings and um, everything on it. So, forgive that a little. But if you like it, uh, check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes. Bye.